1: Welcome into Score Values. I'm Sean Anderson. Today, I'll be speaking with the co-founder and president of the Small Business Advocacy Council, Elliot Richardson. Elliot, how are you?
2: I'm doing great, Sean. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Yeah, we're really excited. We talked back in June, and when we talked then, Lori Lightfoot signed the uh, Shy Biz Strong initiative, and I'm wondering if you could catch people up on that.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah, well, Shy Biz Strong, you know, uh, had a lot in it. Sean, um, we were advocating... Um, very strongly for uh, making it easier for business owners to hang a simple sign uh, and, and to get a publicly use permit, and, and I'm glad to say that shortly after Shy Biz Strong um, was passed, uh, an ordinance which, or that part of the ordinance, uh, with some modifications. Uh, was also uh, moved forward. So in most circumstances now, a business owner will not need to get the approval of city council before they put up a sign or uh, to obtain a public way use permit. So that's really good news. Um, And we were also advocating to make those sidewalk signs, those sandwich signs, you know, that you see all over Mm -hmm. uh, legal. And um, that. Ordinance uh, that was part of Shy Biz Strong as well that passed, um, and I believe it's in March of 2022. But please don't quote me on that. Um, when uh, sidewalk signs will be legal? Good so, to hear. Uh, yeah, very very exciting. Yeah. Absolutely,
1: some promising news there. Uh, the Small Business Advocacy Council. For people who might have missed our talk in June, could you explain what you guys look to do and what you uh, founded this uh, council to to do uh, in in the communities?
2: Absolutely. So the SBAC is a nonpartisan organization, and that is so important. Um, we are not partisan. We're not politically driven. We're policy driven. And the whole goal is to advocate and fight for the small business community across Chicago, across Illinois, and to move policies that are going to help businesses recover from the pandemic and strive in the future. And we do that on a state level. We work with the city of Chicago. We do that on a federal level. So essentially, we are, we are advocating for small businesses, for entrepreneurs, for local communities, uh, and really for the entire small business ecosystem.
1: Absolutely. That's Elliot Richardson, the co-founder and president of the SBAC. And we're here to talk today about the grant you received from the Cyril Funds at the Chicago Community Trust for a project involving commercial corridors in Chicago. Um, What are some of the goals of the project? And can you explain uh, kind of what that means? What's a commercial corridor and and what's the Cyril's Funds and what's the Chicago Community Trust and what's the SBAC looking to do with all that?
2: Sure. So, you know, we received this grant from the Cyril funds at the Chicago Community Trust. And the purpose uh, is to revitalize, to empower and to connect uh, commercial corridors through good policies and through policies that are going to help small businesses and local communities create commerce in struggling um, business districts. Uh, throughout Chicago and throughout Cook County. So, you know, you said, what's a commercial quarter? It's a great question. Those commercial quarters are really those small business districts, right? In Logan Square, in South Shore, in Englewood, in Lakeview. Uh, you know, there are these these strips um, that fuel local economies. Um, and you know too many of these commercial quarters or business districts have just struggled even before the pandemic you see a lot of vacancies you don't see a lot of foot traffic and what should be the engines um that really drive commerce and um economic stability in a lot of neighborhoods uh it's just not there and sometimes to the contrary you have a lot of vacancies that can lead to crime um we really need to turn that around we need to get businesses into buildings in these commercial quarters. We need to get people walking up and down these local business strips in neighborhoods uh, to really help grow the economy, create jobs, improve the entire perception of uh, of the Chicagoland area um, and to, uh, you know, to, to help people get back to work uh, in in the city.
1: Absolutely. And you talked about this a little bit, but how do commercial vacancies impact communities? And I know that even owners have tax breaks that they can benefit off of uh, for having, uh, a, 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 what's it called? Uh, not abandoned, but uh, at least uh, vacant. Vacant, vacant storefronts. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that and how that affects the communities?
2: Yeah, y- you know, right now there's a policy that allows property owners to get a tax reduction, a reduction on their property taxes, if their property or a portion of their property is vacant and we're just focused on commercial properties right now. So, you know, businesses basically. So certainly there may be times when a business owner or a property owner, I should say, is having trouble Um, renting out their space. And, you know, there could be times where this relief could be helpful. But what we hear from our partners and from folks in local communities and struggling communities is that there are absentee property owners uh, that keep their properties vacant year after year after year because they do get a tax benefit from that. And, And to some extent, some property owners may be speculating. And what that does is, you know, vacant properties can lead to crime. Um, if you're walking down a street and there's no businesses on that street, if there's no activity on that street, if there's no people walking up and down the street, um, you know, it, it just does not help the community at all. It doesn't generate taxes. Um, so, what we've done is put together an ordinance um, with our partners that would limit the amount of t- times a property could take a tax reduction to three times in a 10 year period. So we're not saying it's never appropriate in this ordinance, but we're saying it really shouldn't be done year after year after year. We want commercial properties to be rented. We want small businesses in those uh, buildings on these neighborhood business districts uh, so that they can create jobs and generate commerce.
1: Absolutely, and it, you think that mostly everybody would probably want that that type of goal—creating businesses, creating jobs in their local community. Um, but it seems like there's always some type of roadblock. So, how will collaboration with the city and community leaders and you know, the small business uh, council advocacy uh, play a key role in revitalizing those businesses and, and the vacant storefronts?
2: Well, you know, we got to bring people together, and, and and that's what we're working on doing. So communication. And collaboration is key I've got another C critical mass right so you know by by working together and teaming up with business organizations and community organizations across the city in southern Cook County and in Cook County in general in all rowing the boat in the same direction then we can have a very very strong voice and push this policy forward and Sean we're also looking at other policies so you know, part of what we're going to do through this project is we're going to listen to um, what's impacting local business districts, what sort of red tape could be removed to help business owners um, get into properties, to help property owners fix up their properties, to revitalize these commercial quarters, and then how do we create a framework where people can collaborate together and groups from across the city can collaborate. That's another thing we're looking at doing. So we want to hear from people through surveys, through town halls. We want to take that. We want to formulate policy. And then after it's formulated, we want to advocate for it.
1: Absolutely. That's Elliot Richardson, the Uh, co-founder and president of the Small Business Advocacy Council. And we were talking to him about the uh, new grant that he received from the Searle Funds at the Chicago Community Trust uh, for a project involving commercial corridors in Chicago. And you mentioned the specific policies and people uh, speaking up and taking part in surveys to make sure that you guys are helping out small businesses that do start up from uh, this grant. Um, What's your timeline for this project? And are there any other policies that kind of stemmed off of receiving this grant? that you've been well, thinking about, we, you know, advocating for?
2: Sure. You, you know, we want to move policies forward as quickly as possible. We've got one right now that we we feel is baked out. We've got the draft of the ordinance. It's ready to go. That's on these commercial vacancies. Now what we've got to do is we've got to hear from the community, right? I mean, is it zoning? We hear a lot about zoning. So that's something we have to look at. Um, We're discussing things like a sales tax rebate for businesses that open up in struggling commercial corridors. So, you know, I think the next three or four months, Sean, is going to be policy formation research. What are they doing in other areas and other cities that's worked to revitalize local business districts and to create jobs? After we look at all of that, You know, and like I said, I think three, four months, that's what we want to be doing. Then then it's time to advocate. Then we're talking to policymakers. Then we're putting pen to paper, um, getting the policies together and just running them right down the center of the field. So, you know, we want to move quickly. Uh, There is a need, uh, especially coming out of this pandemic. There is a need to create jobs. There's a need to create businesses and to support businesses in struggling communities. So, um, you know, we want to move as quickly as we can.
1: Yeah, I'd love to hear more about that. The Block Cup Chicago uh, wrote an article on uh, this, everything that's going on right now that we're talking about uh, back on October 4th. And they mentioned South Shore as a, a, a neighborhood that needs this help. Um, are there other communities that are more affected uh, than others throughout Chicago? I know I'm guessing South Shore because, I mean, I, I drive through, through there to go to the Cultural Center and the beach they have there. It's beautiful. Um, but you know notice a lot of vacant buildings there.
2: Yeah, you know, some of our partners include Building Strong Millennials, the Cook County Black Chamber of Commerce, the Greater Englewood Chamber, the North Shore Chamber, the Logan Square Chamber of Commerce, the Southeast Chicago Commission, the Uptown Chamber of Commerce, and there's so many more. I mean, this is really a problem that permeates throughout the city. We hear about vacancies in Jefferson Park. We hear about Vacancies in um, in um, Garfield Park. So for us, this is really an issue that needs to be tackled throughout the city. And then in Cook County, you know, outside of the city, there are also areas that struggle with these very issues. So we've got a lot of fantastic partners that we're working with. We expect this coalition to grow significantly. So we're just bringing people in. We're bringing people to the table and we want to create a framework that continues on. So there is this collaboration amongst groups throughout the city uh, to make commercial corridors uh, stronger and to help business districts prosper.
1: You mentioned that the coalition's growing significantly. Um, could you talk about that? I mean, how how have you seen growth in the SBAC over the years that you you've been you know the founder and president? Um, wh- what's the the growth due to? Also,
2: I think the coalition is growing, and I think people are engaged because as folks collaborate with one another, they they realize that we have so much more in common than they think that that the the issues that one community is dealing with another community is dealing with. So first and foremost, I think just by talking and working together, there is a a collaborative approach that develops. And that's specific to a lot of our advocacy work, Sean, Uh, not just on this project, but in general, as small business owners, as local communities, We need to work together because critical mass can get things done. And unlike some larger enterprises that have their own lobbyists uh, that have the means to advocate for local communities and small businesses, having that unified voice that can get the attention of policymakers is so important. So I think people see that. And I think they see that they can make a difference and they can be heard. And I think that has contributed to the growth.
1: And you mentioned the big P word that's been affecting our lives over the past year and a half as the SBAC president. Um, how has the pandemic been affecting people? And now that we're over a year and a half into all of this, um, I mean, what's your, what's your take on this? How is it affecting small businesses in, you know, throughout Chicago and the Chicagoland area?
2: Well, we've lost a lot of small businesses. And that's really, really unfortunate. And a lot of small businesses continue to struggle. We've seen a recovery uh, in some respects. The Delta really, um, you know, really was a body blow to a lot of businesses that seemed like they were on their way to recovery. So it's been difficult. It's been a rocky road. It's been a difficult road. Some businesses have done well, but many, many have struggled. On a state level, we're working very hard on a small business package that should help create jobs and um, bring businesses back that might be on the brink right now and help them recover. And you've probably heard those back to business uh, grant program, right? The back to business grants. We've been advocating very hard to see more money put into that program. You know, Illinois got over $8 billion in American Rescue Plan funds. The back-to-business program had $250 million for small businesses. We'd like to see more than that out of the $8 billion that Illinois got. So, you know, that's something that we're fighting for right now. Uh, the pandemic has hurt lots of small businesses. I mean, there's no other way to put it. But the ones that have made it through are resilient. Uh, some of them that didn't were resilient. It's just the circumstances or too difficult, uh, but we have to push the ball forward and work on a recovery.
1: Best of luck to you and the SBAC, Elliot Richardson, the co-founder and president of the Small Business Advocacy Council here on Score Values. Uh, Elliot, before we let you go, um, how can people help support the SBAC? Is there a, a website they can check out? Is there a phone number? Is there ways that they can get involved? Uh, let us know if there, there's any way people can out there listening could uh, help out.
2: Yeah, absolutely, Sean. They can go to our website. That's SBACIL sbacil.org. Um, my email is Elliot E L L I O T at sbacil.org. We, you know, love to hear from listeners uh, in any way they want to get engaged. Uh, would be awesome.
1: Thank you so much, Elliot. It's great catching up with you.
2: Sean, you as well. Thank you for having me.
1: Okay. Picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a
0: thought hits you.